We got another Happy Monday episode to bring to you, Wolfpack Nation. We have a massive commitment and a massive flip to discuss on this Monday. Tune in with us, Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Wolfpack, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's sponsor is LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. As always, I'm Grayson Boone. Joining me is Kenton Gibbs. And Kenton, one of my favorite musical artists once said, Captain seats in the Maybach in the Range Rover, and then I flip, 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 game over. Mm-hmm. 2025 mm-hmm. tight end Gus Ritchie, affectionately known as the Gus Bus. You might remember this name because he committed to UNC just, I believe it's now 12 days ago maybe 13 days ago saturday we're expecting a a terrell anderson commitment which we got and we will discuss but before we even make it to that point we get a massive flip of a commitment from gus ritchie from the tar heels to the wolf pack he channeled his 2017 peyton wilson and we are over the moon to have gus ritchie as a part of the pack and I'll tell you this, if Gus is as impactful or nearly as impactful as, as Peyton Wilson was uh, or has been to this team, boy, I tell you, we're, we're getting something special in this guy. But very seriously, it's, you know, of all of the like non-flavored, like they they in and of themselves don't have like a, a distinct or like a this is their flavor type of thing, like excluding your garlics, your paprikas, your your all of that type of stuff. My favorite types of salts and all that good stuff, you know, it it probably go iodized salt at the bottom, you know, kosher salt slightly above that one. Pepper, I would say pepper belongs in that cayenne pepper and garlic uh, garlic powder and all that. I would say it belongs in that one because that's a very distinct taste. But we'll leave it here, I guess. Put it in right right there, and then you go uh, pink Himalayan salt above that one. But the best tasting, the best one, is the coping and seething tears of those fans in Baby Blue. Mm. But you know what they used to say about Frank's Red Hot Hot Sauce? I put that redacted on everything. I would love to put the tears of UNC fans on everything. And I saw one of the, the most, are you okay? tweets that I have ever seen in my life from a UNC page. And I, we, we just got to see it. We, we got to see this thing because, oh boy. So and this, this is, is from UNC underscore Tar Heel fan, uh, Tar Heel Nation here. 
So we're staging commits to have them flip to a rival school less than two weeks later. The things some people will do to drum up excitement for their programs, period. Oh, I love it. I don't know if I've ever seen an embodiment of tweet through it more than mm. this tweet. tweet I mean, it, the, the, true, the true level of delusion to not only concoct this idea in your mind and then believe it after not even thinking of it, tweeting it out for other yeah. people to see. Like, there's still time to delete this tweet. Tar still Hill time. Still it's time. still up. It's still up. It- we're here on Monday, and unfortunately, it is still visible on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. Shameful. Shameful work. Best I mean, part of waking up is tear heels in your cup. Because this is golden. This is, I love like, this. Let's, let's just unpack this for, for a quick second here. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that a, a commit here would go through the entire recruiting process attend all of the camps, the the visits, official and unofficial. And yeah. he came up with this idea in conjunction with the NC State coaching staff, said, yeah. hey, guys, you know what would be hilarious? I'm going to commit to UNC and then commit to y'all just 11 days later. They'll never see it coming. You know what it was? They think that we had the impractical Joker guys in the background, like, all right, now put on the UNC hat. I okay. <laughs> put it on. I, wa- it I on. want to give credit. I want to give credit to Tuffy Talk. They had an incredible tweet, basically saying just that. They had the the impractical Joker's crew behind the flip here, but t- for Gus Ritchie, that's that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I and, think it's great minds think alike. I love those guys over there. I love Leighton and Kenzie and all those guys. They, you know, they crushed do it. Crushed. Yeah. It. I, I mean, just. It, it, and I, I want to talk about one more thing with this before we before we get off of it. I think that it's extremely interesting that we're the ones having to drum up excitement for our program right now. You yeah, sure about that? that? <laughs> you sure about that? Like we just signed two of the best receivers, honestly, the best receiving tandem according to many uh, scouts in the area that are coming out of the state of North Carolina. Period. We just got both of them. We have a backup quarterback that many people are like, oh, that guy's the future. Like, he's he's it. He's going to be the guy for the next X amount of years. And, and you imagine, in your mind, it makes sense to say, yeah, they got this guy to flip just to make people excited about their program. Optimism is not something that NC State fans are normally filled with. Like of all the things that we talk about with NC State fans, we can talk about the passion. We can talk about the loyalty, optimism. Let's just be honest, Wolfpack Nation, not our strong suit. This is one of the most optimistic times I have ever seen surrounding the football team. And you think that we needed Gus Ritchie to generate more? No offense to Mr. Ritchie. I hope that he comes here and outplays that three-star by a mile and, and turns into the next great thing at tight end. But you think that we needed Gus to flip to generate – Cope and see, baby. Tweet through it. You'll be okay. Yeah, listen, okay. we Dave Dorn and the crew have generated enough steam here in these last couple weeks. And again, we're going to talk about Terrell Anderson just a little bit. But yeah, set aside Gus Ritchie for a second. We were already on a heater. And now you add him to the mix. It's just the perfect cherry on top. But, you know, I, I want to discuss some of the uh, the quotes from Gus Ritchie in uh, in his flip, he was speaking with Pack Pride, and essentially he said, 
when I committed to UNC, I was happy and excited. And then all I could think of was state. And it just got mm-hmm. worse and worse. He said, I couldn't sleep. I was asking myself, did I make the right decision? Is this truly where I think is home? So I talked to my parents. They felt the same exact way. Oh, man. I mean, this has to feel like the hottest of knives in the back for UNC to be reading this going down. I mean, and I saw Gus Ritchie was on some Carolina podcasts discussing his commitment, how excited he was. And for it to go down like this, I guess maybe that is why the level of delusion is what you see, because Mm -hmm. they just can't possibly fathom how this could happen to little old Carolina. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, he, Gus Ritchie was just saying NC state kept it a hundred percent honest to me the whole time. And I just felt drawn to them. He even mentioned the, uh, the role that Robert and I is playing in recruiting. That's something I do want to touch on probably more so in just a couple minutes, but he was talking about how he had gone back and watched some film of Anai coaching at Virginia, and he could just picture himself in an air raid offense that's now making its way to NC State. And he said that was a massive recruiting tactic for him. So, yeah, I mean, of course, y- you can't help but harp on the hilariousness of the situation. But, yeah, at the end of the day, we are getting a heck of a player here who, yeah, maybe you see him a three-star, maybe you see him a four-star. He's got two years to continue to develop because he's a 2025 commit here. I believe he's already ranked like the number one tight end um, in his class. And I'm sure the recruiting rankings will only climb for Mr. Richie in these next couple of years. But just a beautiful situation for NC State football fans all the way around. Get Robert and I and Joker Phillips their aprons because they have been cooking something yeah. serious. They have been in the kitchen making the greatest baked ziti I've ever seen. They have been in there cooking up the type of delectable dishes that, you know, they say that that food is the way to a a man's heart. Well, it's the way to Wolfpack Nation's heart because they are just in the kitchen heating up. And we're going to talk about how they're heating up so intensely with another amazing recruiter, Terrell Anderson, right after a word from our sponsors. Yeah, we're going to get to him. In just one second, today's sponsor is LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. They use simple tools like screening questions to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. What you need to do is head over to linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right. And of course, the the main event, however, we thought was going to turn out on Saturday. It was the commitment of Terrell Anderson. We spoke about him mm-hmm. on Friday's show. NC State landed the plane. We absolutely yeah. had a clean landing of a, a a massive cargo plane, I would say, because this is a really big deal. And yeah. we had the commitment of a Jonathan Paler. People are rightfully just over the moon about Jonathan. And, you know, as highly as tout as highly touted as he is, don't forget about Terrell Anderson. This is one of the top receivers in the entire state of North Carolina. Absolutely. And 
one of these guys where, yeah, you know, it's it should be celebrated here. We got another one. And then, of course, the season's going to go on. Maybe you forget partially. I guarantee you, come next spring, come next fall, this is a guy you're going to continue hearing his name because he's going to show out from a young age. Absolutely. And the other thing that I think is is extremely interesting when you talk about you know, who these guys are or or how special they are, whatever the case may be. I think that it's this, it's not just about getting the best players. It's about getting the best players that fit your system and are complementary to one another, right? If you don't, your offense won't thrive if you have five guys that are traditional X receivers. And what do I mean by that? An X receiver, you're looking at big body, long strides, um, you know, fights fights for it at the point of contact, all that good stuff. Um, you know, you you think of a guy like, let's say, an Andre Johnson. That's what you look at for that position. Terrell Anderson is very much so in that mode, as opposed to a slot guy that you look at and you're like, hey, this guy is, you know, he can make things happen, just give him the ball underneath, give him the ball in space and all that good stuff. You think of a, a you know, Julian Edelman or, um, maybe even a Steve Smith early in his career. That's that's the type of receiver you're looking at there. Terrell Anderson and, and Paler are that one-two punch, that outside-inside receiver type of, of combo there because Terrell Anderson is that big physical receiver. He's that guy. He's the yeah, guy I, that you want high-pointing the ball that turns a 50-50 into a 75-25, maybe even an 80-20. And so you pair that with the guy underneath that, hey, if we get him the ball – if while you're having the double the, the guy over the top to make sure that he's not um, dunking on one of your receivers, you've now left the guy underneath one-on-one with a backer, and now you've got a mismatch and all that good stuff there, which the air raid is great at taking advantage of. It's it's great to see. Yeah, in, in terms of comparisons here, I, I kind of, you know, we, we've been giving a lot of comparison uh, with Jonathan Paylor to Naheem Hines. You might look at Terrell Anderson kind of similar to like a Kelvin Harmon type thing. I mean, they have – similar bodies but it's the, it's the deep threat that they they give you access to and of course talk a lot about how that's something Robert and I is going to want to continue getting after in this air raid is the the ability to ta- attack vertically down the field this is your guy for that purpose and so you look you look back at 2017 2018 you have the Kelvin Harmon you have the Naheem Hines and how dynamic that duo was you could very easily be looking at another dangerous combination uh in these two friends but something else i want to talk about kind of linking back to a couple minutes ago with robert and i is yeah you are already seeing the addition of robert and i pay off in recruiting his reputation precedes him in the way he runs his offense that you're seeing players already buy into this and the man has not coached a game yet at nc state Mm -hmm. that's the kind of effect that he's having here on the recruiting Paler, Anderson, Gus Ritchie, three big names that are likely going to provide a lot of dividends here to NC State all before Robert and I even steps on Carter Finley this fall. That can't go understated. And you very much expect that continue, uh, that momentum to continue. Um, you know, I've seen some seen some reporting of a Jamar Boston maybe committing to NC State some sometime soon. I know we're hot on his trail. Um, he would be another great addition to what what has now turned out to be quite a quite a steep 2024 class people had their concerns for quite some time fast forward just a couple weeks boom i mean if you if you're looking that deep into the recruiting rankings 
And I don't know, when it comes to rankings, I think they're not nothing, but they're not always the end-all be-all, I guess is the best way to put it. They are indicative of what you're bringing in, but it's the only thing that's going to matter in the end is what happens on the field from there on out. Yeah, these rankings, sure. these oh, rankings yeah. now with Anderson, I believe, were like 40th in the country. You add in a couple more guys that could creep into the into the mid to low 30s, perhaps. One of the better recruiting classes that Dave Dorn has been able to have here at NC State. Yeah, and and like you said, Robert and I's um, reputation precedes him. But again, I don't want to not give love to Joker Phillips in this thing because again, he is absolutely man cooking. Doing it, absolutely giving it to them every way that you wanted on the recruiting trail right now. And, and we're nabbing most of the best and top receivers in the state of North Carolina um, in this upcoming class and whatnot. And and I'll tell you this, I have word that uh, Richie may not be the only flip that that comes. Uh, Bay Blue. I'm not guaranteeing any flips. I'm just saying he may not be the only flip from the Warren Bay Blue. Are you thinking of who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of who you're thinking of. And, and you know, we'll see as the season goes along because we all know how this thing plays out. And I want to say this. Anai is doing his thing. Joker Phillips is doing his thing. Now it's time to put the, the results and the product on the yeah. field. Because once – I always say this. When you win, it becomes cyclical. It becomes cyclical. When you win, winners want to come to your program. When you win, winners want to come to your program. And from there, it again, it becomes a cycle. You've gotten, okay, we're dominating. And therefore, oh, you're teammates with this guy. I know you're committed over there, but we, you know, they ain't beat us in four, five years. I mean, why would you want to be over there? You can come over here where we're, you know, their quarterbacks go on. He's a guy to pass. He's an NFL. Now you come over here. We got a guy that's played some ball, done some good things, and all that good stuff. You know, you know, it's just, just something to think about. Not telling you what you got to do, but just telling you what you can do. You got options, brother. That's all I'm saying. And and then you go out there, you win a ton of ball games, you defeat your rivals, you do what you need to do. And again, you those top guys in the state, they don't feel like, man, I need to go to Bama if I need to win a championship. Man, I got to go to Michigan if I want to shout at a, a, a playoff bid. Because now they're looking at you. And even if you don't necessarily get to the playoff, if you just win the ACC, if you're in the competition for the ACC, if you make it to the ACC championship game, you've put yourself in a ball game where players can now see, hmm, if I'm the receiver and I make that catch, we could win it. We could win it all. I could be the difference between this team winning it all and being close, being on the edge. But that's tougher when you win seven games because no – these players aren't idiots. They know that, like, oh, I'm not the difference between seven games and a national championship as a offensive guard. That's right. as a wide receiver. That's not probably not going to be the case. So, you know, just a little thought there. Yeah, it's it's kind of the uh, Terquavion Smith tidbit that he said. You don't have to go to these big name other schools. You can come to NC State, accomplish everything you want to do, and get to where you're trying to go. After that, you can do that right here, and you might see a little bit of a ripple effect beginning to happen here with the names like a Jonathan Paler, Terrell Anderson, maybe some other flips. We'll leave that right there for the time being. But you got to feel good, I would say, because in, in, in these next couple of years moving forward at the wide receiving position, because as yeah. you mentioned Joker Phillips, 
Not only should he get his apron, he'd probably get some flowers here too. Of course, we got to get to the finish line with these players, get them in the in the program and then on the field. But Joker Phillips has been taking a lot of heat up until this point. You know, this were this class desperately needed to have these wide receivers, and we got them. And so the now, if you're gonna if you're gonna dish the heat out, you better also give him that appreciation. He needs those flowers. And I saw a couple tweets of the uh, the Shack meme saying, "Oh." I wasn't familiar with your game. Was not Phillips. familiar with your game. That's actually my Absolutely. profile picture on Twitter. That's actually exactly. my profile picture. Exactly. It, that's that's warranted. That's Joker Phillips needs the needs the appreciation for what he was able to do here, uh, kind of rounding out this 2024 class because this could be a very dangerous class uh, as we inch closer uh, to them to them getting to school here. It's it's been a joy for Wolfpack fans here in these past couple past couple weeks it seems like every other day we got another commit what more could you want a, a thousand percent a thousand percent and at the end of the day you get the best layers in the joes you combine that with coaches that i honestly if you talk about the pair of coordinators that we have i i struggle to find a better pair of coordinators not just in the conference i think in the nation. that's that's an interesting conversation. I think we can probably have at another point this week. What what two better coordinators have we had at NC State at the same time, other than Tony Gibson and Robert and I? Of course, they haven't they haven't been in a regular season game together, but both of their reputations are super strong. And now Stella. we got both of them on the same team. And yeah. I think you know it's only a matter of time, matter of days before you see that start to pay off. So absolutely. Again, absolutely. You can't, can't overstate how big this Terrell Anderson commitment is. The future is super bright for NC state football. And you, I think you could bet on that, but don't worry if it's not bright enough, you can also bet on us uh, getting a, a plant to commit to our rivals to flip, to generate more. <laughs> Uh, buzz because that's what we do now over at state. We put together that, Machiave- we put together Machiavellian schemes, if you will, to to make sure that we're relevant and in the news. That's how hot we are on the recruiting trail. Was we're, we're putting plants and other programs to then try yeah. and embarrass them. That's yeah. where we're at now. Yeah, for sure. Good for lord. Sure. In just a minute here, we're gonna touch on Jim Valvano getting named to the basketball hall of fame. Very deserved. Just one second, stick with us. All right, and the last piece of good news we received over this weekend is Jim Valvano, named to the basketball, the the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. This is not the NBA. This is not college. It's basketball, period. All the basketball basketball. Hall of Fame. Our guy, our coach is in there, probably long overdue, I would say, but it's, it's so good to see Jimmy V enshrined in a place he undeservedly belongs in the the impact he's had not just on nc state not just on rutgers not just on college basketball but again basketball period you know his his time as a commentator with espn the the sb speech that makes all of us tear up every single year his dedication Mm -hmm. to cancer research with the v foundation what i mean an incredible man an incredible ambassador for our school very glad to call him ours and deserves every single bit of this Hall of Fame enshrinement. I'll take it even further. Great ambassador for the sport. You know, yeah, exactly. If, if we're looking at, you know, if we're looking at the history of basketball and all the things that have happened and moments in which um, we look at to draw inspiration, moments in which 
It is cross sport. It is universal and all that good stuff. What better phrase is there that you can apply in sport and in life than don't give up? Don't ever give up. You know, this is, uh, you know, he had a, a life well lived and and a career that was fantastic. Um, bringing us one of our last national championships. Our, actually, I believe this was our last national championship in any of the big three uh, the big three, uh, yes. Sports. So, you know, he he deserves all the love, like you said, well overdue. And a fun fact, since the NCAA tournament was expanded in 1975, of all the coaches to win a national championship in college, there are only, I want to say, let me make sure I got the correct count here, there are only seven that are not either in the Hall of Fame currently or a lock, basically the experts predict them with a 95% chance or higher of making the Hall of Fame at some point in time, i.e. Billy Donovan and folks of, of that ilk. Um, so with that being said, this is, again, like you said, Grayson, long overdue, glad it happened. Again, great man, great ambassador for the game. Absolutely love to see this. Better something late than never. I, yeah, exactly, exactly. But something else I really appreciated in this whole kind of process here is I saw at the ceremony with the Valvano family was Kevin Keats and Derek Wittenberg. And I loved that Keats became so involved with this, this ceremony because it, it's a perfect link to our current program, honoring that tradition. You know, we, we talked about it a little bit past couple of weeks with NC State football needing these traditions. It's so good to see basketball starting to lean back into that too. Of course, this past season, the home game against Wake Forest, we had the 1983 40-year uh, anniversary recognition. We had the Valvano family there. His, uh, his, I believe it was his nephew or his grandson, you know, holding up the picture of him. It was awesome. And it, as an NC State fan that I've been all my life, it's just been incredible to see us crossing these bridges, linking generations. And you know, w- when it comes to Jim Valvano, it kind of goes unsaid you know the impact that he has had across all of nc state of all time but yeah i mean it's it's an incredible accomplishment and it's it's something that's overly deserved he's he's been our coach he's been our ambassador and now when you think of jim valvano you better put a hall of famer jim valvano he's earned that every single bit of it yeah and uh even as myself you know growing up in detroit michigan not being uh, a life for friends these days. I can completely admit that, can be completely honest about that. If you would have asked me uh, what I knew about NC State when I was coming down here, I would have said, um, you know, the first thing would have been Mario Williams because I was a huge fan of Mario Williams. Um, I just thought that he played the game with a ferocity and that defensive line with him, Manny Lawson Tank, those guys were, were phenomenal. Um, but, you know, going beyond that, um, the next thing in line would be Jim Valvano in that speech. That's that's the very next thing that I would I, I knew about NC State um, and coming down here. And so, you know, like I said, this is a gentleman. I did not play any organized basketball past middle school. And yet and still, if you would ask me what I knew about NC State, he would him in that speech, that national championship in that speech would have been some of the first things that came to mind. So, again, this is this is a man that his legacy transcends sports, transcends basketball. He belongs in the hall and he is where he belongs finally. 
I tell you what, too, he gets enshrined with one heck of a class, just to name a couple of names here. Pau Gasol, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Greg Popovich. Big, big basketball names. And Jim Valvano is among the likes of them. Over the moon for the Valvano family. I'm sure this was an incredible moment for them. You know, everything that they've gone through over the years, the impact that their family has had on NC State and the entire world cannot be understated. So it was an amazing moment to see this family uh, receive such an honor. But anything uh, anything else for us on this Monday, Kenton? Happy Monday. No, sir. You have said it all. I couldn't put a better bow on it than what you put on it. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. That's going to do it for us here on Monday. As always, thank you so much for joining us. I believe we're just a couple subscribers short of 500. So if you're listening to this and you haven't hit that button yet, you know what to do. But thank you so much for joining us. Hit that like button. Toss us some comments. Now, we had our, our Fan Friday this past Friday. We're going to continue doing these. So if you'd like to be featured on a Fan Friday in the future, make sure you're dropping some comments in here. We'd love to get to them, and you could be featured in one of our episodes. But as always, thank you. Go Pack. Go Pack.